welcome back welcome back to the podcast i'm currently trying to let some ideas percolate after going through a generally very uh, productive period of time i've been accepted on some more um i'd say kind of weekend courses where i can receive for quite a low if not free cost some support in the idea and um, productizing stage so that has been good um i've reached out to more people again more interesting conversations coming about which is helping to expand the uh remit of what my ideas might end up into and i think I'd consistently refuse to commit to one specific idea um, or one specific way of solving it. And it was kind of bothering me, but not too much because I was always doing something. I was always learning, always trying to figure out how to code and other things. So I always felt like I was moving forward, but not necessarily in a strategic direction. And recently i started to feel anxious and overwhelmed because having um a selection of ideas in the back of my head did not translate to anything tangible that i was doing i was becoming quite good at talking about the problems in itself because they often say that that's what people really care about and that's the crux of your idea no matter how much you iterate or pivot but i actually did not have anything um really tangible with any hope for traction until i physically created something um and that came to cause anxiety for me when i started to see burgeoning um ideas and organizations all of which um had s- cropped up doing things that were motivated by my mission as well which was great and they were starting to move in directions that were similar to some of the ideas that I hadn't developed yet now nothing was even really competition but having operated and having well not really operated but having um been trying to work so intently on this for so long recently i guess in the past month or so um i felt like all of a sudden i went from having a monopoly on this idea which you know is never the case <laughs> but i felt like i went from a monopoly to, on this idea to suddenly seeing huge competition and then um imposter syndrome came out and um other kind of more destructive thoughts came about i started to think oh no this is it they're going to start to do better people are collaborating with each other um and i'm i don't yet have anything tangible to kind of um produce um in meeting people i don't know i just started to feel like time was running out and that i was in a race and to some extent this is true but a lot of it was unnecessary 
panic on my end and I remember sitting in bed trying to go to sleep and I, I really couldn't because I was so wired from this kind of nervous energy and um, I tried to let that settle for a bit. I think that feeling coincided with um, premenstrual stress so <laughs> I had to eat a lot of donuts. In the few days after I kind of tried to reassure myself that competition in theory is a good thing, it's kind of um, not validating the idea but at least it shows you know that people are thinking the same way and I told myself that there's enough um, for everyone to be able to serve and benefit each, each other so it's not really zero-sum and um, at that point I think um, I realized that I was no longer aligned to my needs and priorities and I wasn't feeling like I was in a good space um, strategically which was affecting my mental state so I forced myself to email my mentors and said, hey, I need help, uh, this is what I'm feeling, this is why, do you have time? And I think more specifically I said, I need wine. <laughs> um, so that was good, I scheduled meetings and I am recording this right after my first meeting. I entered into the meeting having mostly kind of gotten over it but there were more pangs of it again actually that were reoccurring today so I was kind of maybe feeling five out of ten in terms of um I don't know just general direction and satisfaction um and then I left feeling maybe nine nine out of ten which is the most you can really hope to feel at these stages um, it was excellent to have a sounding board to really speak to someone who understood what I was going through and who'd seen much worse, basically. And um, yeah, I, I'm just going to try and summarise to myself the things that I was told. Um, and I was told that, yeah, that this is competition if you had none it would be a very bad state of the market and um, the sign that there is competition as I mentioned before is not necessarily validating the idea but it's showing that at least other people are operating in the same way um, a lot of the time these um, ideas that people are seem to be creating, they are often the f uh, the full-time focus of other competitors. So if I have several ideas, some of which have not been yet, um, I don't know, not exactly become popular, well-known yet, then maybe I can focus on the ideas that haven't yet been so visible and then go from there um, and then it comes down to competing or collaborating right and often collaborating tends to be the better option um, I was told that 
often um, you can do something together. There's often very little point in fighting. And in the sector that I'm looking at, a lot of the people are doing it for probably similar reasons. Um, there's probably a socially minded slant to why they're doing what they're doing. And um, often collaboration can be quite helpful, especially if you're split uh, geographically or um, you have complementary products that can um, be of value to the other company. Um, and I was encouraged to think of it as maybe, you know, a consortium of complementary businesses. Definitely not a cartel. And at that point, I wrote down in my journal, no cartel, exclamation mark. So that was good. I think it affirmed what I was thinking. Actually, when uh, I realized that there were similar businesses or similar individuals, similarly minded individuals, in addition to being anxious, I actually reached out to them because that was a way for me to um, demonstrate to myself that no one needs to be considered a real competitor because we're all kind of moving in the same field, we're trying to do similar things and actually there's more value in collaborating. So what I have been doing is to um, reach out and speak to people, um, help where I can um, and have a more supportive environment because when it boils down to it, nothing's ever really that competitive you'll differentiate yourself based on one thing or another and if you don't the users will right um and because for myself i've not yet committed to a certain thing i don't exactly i'm not really justified in believing that anyone is really competing with me because i've not yet created anything so i've been trying to encourage myself to um give more to this community and to create more bridges um, between other entrepreneurs, other professionals and, you know, individuals within the community as a whole. So I reached out um, quite to quite a couple um, people and they were all extremely lovely and helpful and um, they were happy that I'd reached out. So in the end, I think a lot of this is built up by ourselves in our heads um, we like to think of it as a as a very binary uh, situation where you either win or you fail and there doesn't seem to be anything in between and I think I need to just continue on this vein of collaboration the other thing that I was recommended was to sort out through a clear-cut criteria which of my ideas to prioritize and work on and which to um, not focus on. And one of the main points was that I can work on them all, but just not all at the same time. And I, I kind of knew that in my head, but sometimes, you know, when you just need someone else to tell you the things that you yourself know, right? When you're just in your head all the time, especially as a solo founder, you might know the right things because you've read it somewhere, but the impact of those um, statements or the impact of the advice 
is drastically minimized when it's just one of the 200 thoughts in your head and that external accountability especially when it comes from someone who um, has gone through this before when they say the same thing to you it means something completely different so it was great for me to be told that I needed to sit down look at the criteria that I needed to assess my ideas and then pick one, maximum two ideas uh, that I should focus on. So then we kind of started talking about it, talking about some of the more broader ideas that I was thinking about and I mentioned something that I saw another entrepreneur do in a different space. And um, I guess this is where all of my time and energy reading and researching other things kind of comes in because I'm actually able to make use of some of this uh, time that I kind of spend just doing nothing in particular relating to the product. Um, so this gave me inspiration and I talked to my mentor about it and we spent maybe a good 10 minutes thinking about how it would look, how this approach would be beneficial um, and then I thought yeah this would be the right thing and so um, right now the idea is possibly a newsletter because it allows me to create the content and um, to build up a user base of people who are engaged who find value in it um, it allows me to have um, and to slowly build a network of people who care, people of like-minded people. Um, it allows me to um, s speak with professionals um, in similar spaces and there are ways where I can track and test how things perform and continually refine what I'm trying to do and all in all it seems like it's a low-cost um, low barrier to entry platform where I can disseminate some of the thoughts that hopefully will be valuable and can um, grow and expand according to um, I guess the needs of uh, the the users who might come to my platform so that's very likely my first project um, and maybe things will mushroom from there, maybe I'll be pulled in a different direction but I feel like this could be something that I can spend some time on uh, without requiring <laughs> without requiring any um, kind of deep technical knowledge um, and I feel like I might be able to see results in a way it's almost a kind of research, a kind of market research because I can gauge um, how people feel about certain um, things whereas right now I do feel a bit, I guess, uncomfortable with the idea of user research especially in online groups and things because I worry about spamming especially if you want to test out five different ideas, you don't want to post five different times in a week or however long and be known as that person who's constantly changing um, and so I think that 
the newsletter might help me test how people respond to certain concepts and ideas and uh, without it being too pushy. Obviously it has its own obstacles but right now I feel like that could well be one of my main ideas and um, before I got too excited I was recommended to just take some time, sit on it, let other ideas percolate, give some of the other ideas the same space that I gave this one, maybe a day, and then um, run it through this process again and see where I'm at. I was also given the opportunity to be um, accountable to my mentor and update them number one on the idea that I, that I had picked, whether or not it was this newsletter. Number two, um, if it was not what it was now and then we said we'd cycle through um, these kinds of um, idea kind of selection processes looking at cost, time, um, all the other factors that go into deciding which idea to prioritise and we'd kind of cycle through until I figured out the main idea or two ideas that I was going to commit to. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, I've just finished the first meeting where I've looked at briefly at the newsletter idea. Um, other ideas might be apps or platforms or whatever, or something more specific like a mobile um, web platform. Um, we'll see, we'll see, but I feel like none of these are mutually exclusive. I can always um, move in that direction at a later stage that can might that maybe can be my second product maybe I can see uh, what people really are looking for and then adapt to that so I feel like I'm probably going to choose a newsletter that's my gut feel but um, in order to be fair and not to be too impulsive I'll, I'll wait for a day or so um, I'm going to be at a um, like birthday party this weekend and I will be basically incapacitated for most of it because it's a 30th birthday but as soon as that's finished I will be really excited to work on these ideas again I think um, in two days I'm going on a female founders launchpad program which will be excellent and um, I'm really looking forward to applying some of the knowledge that I've gleaned just now and yeah I don't know I feel quite good about it um, there's nothing more to say now um, I've been receiving more and more invitations to uh, events in these spaces I've been speaking more to a, a diverse range of people um, it feels like things are constantly evolving and changing in my favour, which is great. But yeah, I guess it just doesn't stop. I've been really loving the journey so far. I've been loving how um, flexible I can be with my time. I no longer stress about not feeling productive in so or whatever. Um, I have energy to think about these projects. I feel like I can just stay 
late if I need to, but also take mornings off if I need that space. I'm feeling good about being selective with my time, but at this stage I'm probably still quite open to new meetings, new events, because there's just so many sparks. There are friends already that I've made um, who are kind of just taking me on this journey. Um, and yeah, oh, I also went to uh, the Financial Times to celebrate Ada Lovelace Day, and I was really excited to be to have been given a free ticket. I had to apply for it um, and write why I why I thought I deserved a space. And um, yeah, that was really inspiring for me to see women in STEM across several different um, industries, how they were making a difference, how they were leading a team. And there was so much um, incredible intellectual, but also emotional energies there. And that's, I mean, I can only hope to achieve a fraction of that, right? Anyway, um, I think I'll leave it for now. Um, I'll leave things as it is. Thank you for listening to this podcast, if you are. And um, I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Becoming Limitless. I hope you've enjoyed following me on this journey to kind of becoming limitless. I do feel like I am expanding the limits of my comfort zone because everything that I thought I was not able to do I have so far overcome and if there are things still outside of my knowledge um, limits I guess I'm not really intimidated by it at this stage there are ways to fill those gaps without feeling lesser yourself and I'm just kind of confident that things will move in the right direction regardless because um, I heard a quote where people said, well, people less smart than me have achieved more than me, so it's not really about that. It's not really about your qualifications or whatever you think about yourself, right? It's, it's more than that. And that's the attitude that I'm going to carry forward. Thank you again and speak soon. Bye. Thank you.